Welcome to Get Inspired, the podcast by Go Hard for God Daily. This is where we display the life of believers. We share and teach the gospel with practical living. We be real, we be honest, and we be open. And encourage you to be the authentic version of you that God created. Welcome to Get Inspired. Now let's get into the episode for today. What's going on, everybody? Kirby Love back again with another episode of the Get Inspired Podcast by way of Go Hard for God Daily. Listen, I am back solo again today on the couch. Um, you guys know how the solo editions rock, how we roll, how we get down with these. And today, man, I just want to talk about Jesus today. That's all I want to do. I just want to talk about Jesus. And as I talk about Jesus, what I'm going to do is look at Jesus's life. And give us some practical things that we can do and apply to our life according to how Jesus handled situations and did things in his life. All right. Um, So I got a few things, a few that I'm going to cover uh, that I got written down here. But before we get into that, listen, I just want to thank all of you guys for listening, for tuning in. Like this podcast. If you're watching um, on YouTube, listen, appreciate all of you guys who are the YouTube viewers. If you're listening on Spotify, Apple Music or uh, any other podcast platform, then again, shout out to you guys as well. So we got a special treat for you guys today. So if you are a a listener on the Spotify or Apple podcast, then listen, I would advise you for this next uh, segment really quickly or just for the rest of the segment to go to YouTube. All right. And if you're on Spotify, we actually have our videos are actually on Spotify, too. So you can actually watch the full video of the podcast now on Spotify. All right. So that's a bonus for you guys who are on Spotify. If you're on Apple Music, listen, I need you to go over to Spotify or you can go over to YouTube All right, Spotify or YouTube, and I need you to catch this second, this part that we're about to get ready to get into. All right, so in the last episode that we had, I told you guys that we're diving into some new territories. We got a lot of new things coming for Go Hard For God Daily. We're going to be everywhere, all right? I always say, listen, we everywhere where the people are. All right, so I told you guys we had some music coming, and the music is here. Today, we dropped our first single we dropped our first single on the go hard for god daily called 316 all right so you guys probably already know what 316 represents it's john 316 all right it's a real short uh song that we released today but the the main focus is talking about how god so loved the world that he gave his only begotten son that whoever shall believe in him should not perish but have eternal life. And that's going to be, again, part of what we're talking about in Jesus in the podcast. But before I get into everything else, um, listen, I'm going to take a moment and a break. And we're going to get ready to release the video right now to you guys on YouTube. All right. We're going to release the video right now. We're also going to have it separate as well. It's on Apple Music. It's on anywhere that you can find music, Amazon, Spotify, wherever you can find music. Listen, this single will be right there. It's called 316 by uh, yours truly, Kirby Love, right? But now we're doing music now under Go Have a God Daily. So we're looking for partnerships, collaborations for those who are listening and you sing or you rap or you bake beats or whatever. Listen, we're going to be partnering and collaborating with some other people. But 
real quick, I'm finna get ready to slide back for a minute and let you guys check out our new single, 316. Prepare the table for me in front of my enemies I got peace and I got patience, that's them fruits inside of me Ain't no need for turning back, back to where I came from If I'm living by the spirit, I'm gon' keep step with the spirit If he love it, then I love it, if he hate it, then I hate it I just wanna hear it well done, that means I made it, yeah Ain't got time to waste no time, please don't play with me Gave my life to Jesus, he cleaned up my debris Glad I can say I'm a changed man. I believe the whole Bible. Amen. Inspired by the Spirit, I teach it, I live it. It's giving you wisdom in God's plan. Some people try to refute it, but Jesus is king and that's undisputed. Protecting my peace, so I'm blocking and muting. They don't want the gospel, they blocking and muted. For God so loved the world that he gave his only son. And whoever believes in him should not perish but have eternal life. God so loved the world And he gave his only son And whoever believes in him Should not perish but have eternal life Alright, that was the single Listen, if you like 316 And you want to hear it again Listen, just go to Apple Music, Spotify um, Amazon Music, anywhere that you can find music, the single is uploaded right now. It'll also be on our page on our website, Go Hard for God Daily, which is ghfgd.com. So you can find merch there. If you guys want to support uh, Go Hard for God Daily, you can uh, buy some merch, and that's a way that you can support us. Or you can go to the link that's in our Instagram description for Go Hard for God Daily, or on our TikTok description. We have the links right there for you guys who want to support, and we'll also have it in the description of this video on youtube so wherever you are watching and tuning in to the go hard for god daily the get inspired podcast then you can find that link click on it hit that uh square or cash app or whatever it is and support go hard for god daily our cash app is at go hard for god daily listen this is something that uh we don't really publish or push out a lot but we are grateful and we know we have people who would love to support what god is doing right here through us so we created those avenues for you guys to be able to sow um into go hard for god daily and to continue to help us do everything that we're doing right now so i hope you guys love the new video love the new single we got more coming more collaborations coming more music coming a lot of other things coming more short stories coming uh we're going to be doing a whole lot here at go hard for god daily too just uh, different ways and avenues to continue to push the gospel and share and meet people where they are right so we have teenagers we have uh young adults who are around 21 22 23 we have some who are more mid-age around 35 37 40 we have 60 year old people who listen to this we have people of all ages and all genres so one of the things that we want to do is be able to communicate in a way where everybody can receive something uh, from go hard for god daily right now and this is just to the people that we're called to we understand that we can't be and we can't do everything for everybody and that is not our mission 
our mission is to be good stewards over what God has given. And that's what we're trying to do. So based on what God's given, the abilities, the talents, the gifts, the partnerships, the connections and everything that we have, we're going to continue to use those things so that God may be glorified um, in everything that we do. And we can meet people where they are and share the gospel with people right now. Speaking about all of that, we're going to get ready to get into some some good things, man. I just want to kind of talk about the life of Jesus, just some some uh, few clips of his life. And then again, just apply those things to our life as well. So look at how Jesus dealt with thing, dealt with things and then. We're we'll put ourselves not necessarily in the situation of Jesus, but we'll look at the things that he dealt with, because there's nothing that Jesus didn't deal with that we don't deal with in today. Right. So every sin, everything that um, we struggle with and deal with and have battles and things like that. Uh, Christ went through those things. Right. And he navigated his life being able to perfect uh and navigate through every temptation without sin, right? So we understand that we have sin, um, but we have forgiveness for our sins, right? But the, the mission is to not just look at our life and say, well, I'm forgiven for my sins, or I, I, I say I'm saved, and now I can continue to do what I want to do, and God covers my sin forever. That's not how that works, right? It's not a once saved, always saved, and I know there's a comeback in these things, but that's not how it works. This is not once saved, you always save, and you can just go back and continue to do whatever it is that you want to do in your life. That is not what God desires for us. God desires for us to submit ourselves unto his will and do the things that he desires for us to do, um, do the things that that we're supposed to do that gives him glory right through Jesus Christ. So I want to navigate from that uh, perspective right there alone. Now, I've had conversations with different people from different backgrounds where we talked about a few things and I can, you know, listen to people from different backgrounds and, and whatever. But I always find the common denominator um, or the things that always separate people when, when I have conversation with different people is Jesus. Jesus is always the the thing that separates us from everybody else, every other religion, uh, people who want to have deep conversations about stuff that really ain't, quote unquote, deep. Uh, when I talk about Jesus, Jesus will always be the one, the thing that causes them to get some type of anger uh, about themselves or they want to fight or they want to go back and forth and have this argument and stuff like that. And I was like, man. If if Jesus is not so much of an issue for you, then why are you so angry? Why are you so mad? Right. But that just shows the power uh, in the name of Jesus, number one. And that just also verifies and, and makes it clear that Jesus is and was somebody of importance. All right. And still is, like I just said, he still is of importance. But one of the things I want to get into um as as we start navigating the life of Jesus and tying it into how we're navigating our life today um, is number one, just highlighting the orchestration of God in Jesus's life. Right. The Bible tells us we, we, we recite these things all the time. You know, God, he knew us in our mother's womb uh, before we were even born and things like that. And that all is true. But one of the things that we don't see oftentimes is the how God ordains and instructs and orchestrates and plans our entire life 
before we really even come to knowledge of what God is really doing in our life. And for his son, his only begotten son, as John 3.16 states, but for, for he did the same thing for Christ. When Christ came into the earth uh, by way of Mary, and the Holy Spirit and Mary and giving birth, God was orchestrating people throughout Jesus's life to make sure Jesus was protected, to make sure he was covered, to make sure there was provision, to make sure he was being taught, to make sure he was being nurtured, to make sure he had everything that he needed up until a certain point in time when Jesus became his own man, right? So what I want to dive into in that first part right there is just the orchestration of our life by way of God. And if you haven't done this before, I would encourage you to begin to just pause for a moment. Even if you got to pause this podcast and get back to it, I want you to pause for a moment and think back over your life on how you could have been somewhere else, but where you are right now. And even if you, whether you're a new believer, whether you're a seasoned believer, seasoned saint, however you call it, it's always important for us to pause and reflect on where we were and where we are, because we have to be able to see the progress that we made. And we also have to be able to look at what God has done and what God is always doing. And God is always moving. God is always doing something. And God always has a plan for us. Right. But if we never just take a moment and say and, and just reflect on, man, three years ago, I was in a dungeon. I was, you know, trapping out. I was drinking. I was smoking. I was doing all of these different things. And I wasn't submitted to God. But look where I am now, man. I'm 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 two years sober. I don't smoke anymore. I don't drink anymore. I don't party anymore. I'm not fornicating anymore. I'm I'm waiting. I'm patient. Well, you have to be able to stop for a moment and embrace the opportunity and the moment to celebrate God and his goodness over your life. We, we need this is a this is a necessity for us, because if we just continue to live at some point, then things start to get common. It, be, it, be, it becomes normal. That was a point in time where you didn't really have the clothes that you needed to, to wear every day. You couldn't change a shirt every day. You couldn't change your jeans every day. I remember growing up where I only had about four pair of jeans. I had a, quite a few shirts. But I only had a few pair of jeans. And that's no knock on my parents. My parents did what they could. But I look at where I am now and how God has still sustained me to be in a place where I am now. And I'm not making this about material things, but I am grateful. I'm able to look at the progress and how God has sustained me over this period of time. When Jesus was born, God had the people in his in his life to uh in joseph if we if you read through the story um if you start in matthew and it starts talking about the life of jesus you're going to see when jesus was born the angel of the lord came to joseph and, to and was telling joseph hey i want you to move from here to go to here i want you to move from here to go to here move from bethlehem to go to here and he was always sending him somewhere else in protection of the prize in protection of his son because that was a plan for him. So just as God was moving uh, and dealing with people or individuals or however you want to look at it, and specifically uh, Joseph, 
for the life of Christ and protecting him. God has done and is doing that for us today. Since we were born, God was always orchestrating a plan for us. Now, one of the differences is we may not have had those who were lockstep in tune with the Holy Spirit and were listening to God every movement for our life as children. We understand that our parents may not have been saved when they were younger or had us at 19, 18, 21, whatever that age looks like for your your, uh, parent. We understand that. However, the plan of your the plan for your life is the plan for your life, period. So because it's the plan, then God always has something that he puts in place so that you can still obtain the, the mission and fulfill the assignment that he has for your life. Right. So just as Christ was navigating through different cities and going through different places as a youth, And he had the people to protect him. That has happened for us as well. Regardless of how we look at it, regardless of how terrible our youth may have seen, look at where you are now. Now, at this point, and I talked about this in the last episode, at this point, though, for those who are able, those who are of age, you now have the power to choose Christ. You now have the power and the ability to choose Christ that you're going to submit to the will of God, that you're going to accept Christ as Lord and Savior, right? Because God always does his part. And his part is always to uh, put you in a position or reveal or expose or illuminate certain things in your life so that you now have the understanding of the revelation. No matter how strong or deep the revelation or the understanding may be, there is an opportunity for you to receive Jesus Christ. So you have the power to choose. So as God has done that for us, I want to continue to navigate. And I'm going to kind of be fast paced with this because I want to stay within the time because I can be about three hours talking about this. But I just want to give us some practical things that's going to help us to continue to grow in Christ because Christ is the blueprint. He is the example. That is what we look to on how we're going to live our life. That is what we look to for hope. That is what we look to for relationship. That is how that is that is who we look to when it comes to uh, communicating with people, understanding people, being able to sit with different people, being able to enter different rooms. Christ is the blueprint. He shows us that, right? So let's keep pushing. So we went through the, we talked about the perfect plan. God has a perfect plan for you. We talked about the grooming, the orchestration and how he puts certain people in life to build you up, to to nurture you, to provide for you and take care of you until a certain point where you're now able to make the decisions that you need to make uh, on your own as as a young adult, as a teenager or whatever that case looks like for you. Right. So as he goes through that phase, then the call comes. Right. Which the call was always there. But now what I mean by the call is here's Jesus going into ministry, which we we start reading this when he goes into uh, the wilderness where John was for John was John was out uh, baptizing. And then Jesus steps on the scene. John already pre talks about Jesus before he comes. Jesus comes and then he gets baptized. And then once he get baptized, the first thing that happens is he goes into the wilderness. He goes into the wilderness. So one of the points that I want to mention and talk about right here is the wilderness. I want to talk about answering the call 
right? The first thing that we have to do, and I, I believe there are a lot of people, there are a lot of you who are listening to this who have been called. No, no matter what the call looks like, everybody is called into different things to do um, things according to how God has built you, how God has orchestrated your life and put you in certain positions. Everybody has this call, right? Your responsibility is to answer the call. There are some people who reject the call, but you can't say that you uh, didn't get it, right? So many a call, all right? So there's a call. If you respond to the call, then one of the things you have to understand in the middle of your call or immediately after your call sometimes of answering the call is that there are going to be some wilderness times. And one of the things, and I've talked about this before, one of the things that we cannot do is always look at the wilderness as a sorrowful place that I don't want to be in or the sad place that why I got to go through this. Again, Jesus is a blueprint for us. If Jesus went through things, these certain things in particular, then why do we feel like we shouldn't or don't have to go through some of the same things if we're following the plan? The plan of our life is not perfect without suffering. That's the, the plan is, is not perfect without suffering. And what I mean by that is you're not going to have this life where you just live everything Every single day and all is just fine. All is well. Nothing ever happens to you. You never go through anything. You never feel any pain. You never have people who break your heart. You never have people who leave you. You never have people who don't who who are supposed to be with you. And, you know, they're supposed to be with you. You know, they're supposed to, uh, you know, God has called them for y'all to network and be together and things like that. And all of a sudden it's like, man, what happened? You're going to have um People who who turn their back on you, even though, you know, y'all was so close for a long time. And, you know, it's a lot of things going to happen. And we can't look at suffering as something that's somebody's then stab you in the rib or something like that. Suffering is not only when it comes to something as deep as that or something as harmful as that. Sometimes suffering is... It can be something as simple as a, a feeling that you may have where you're where things are not right. There's a moment of suffering. There's a moment where you have to weep. Right. So just in perspective, just give you some perspective on suffering. Right. Because I don't want everybody to think that suffering is just always something that's terrible. Right. That doesn't happen. All right. So but back to the wilderness part, when you answer the call. When you answer the call, there are going to be some wilderness seasons in your life. And sometimes it's going to be a few, which I just mentioned that. It's going to be a few seasons that you may have that, that's a wilderness. But we have to understand what wilderness is for, what wilderness looks like. Sometimes what we call wilderness ain't really wilderness. It's just a moment that you had, right? Oftentimes when we look at wilderness we we look at people going through when we talk when we look at john being in the wilderness jesus being in the wilderness nation of israel being in the wilderness we're talking about people who were going through some things some phases of things phases of things so as jesus goes through the wilderness 
we look at the, the, the period of time that he's in the wilderness, right? And then we also look at the temptation in the wilderness. So, again, applying practical things and visual things that we have to be able to pay attention to in our lives as we answer the call, there are going to be times where God isolates us. And I've talked about the isolation before. When God isolates, isolates you, then God never isolates you for a time for you to be depressed or he's never going to isolate you where he don't come and encourage you in the isolation. So as Jesus goes through the wilderness, as Jesus goes through the different temptations while he's in the wilderness, the thing that we have to look at is the, the commitment to the process he was going through. Oftentimes we enter into different phases, right? Because the wilderness can be a phase of your progress. The wilderness can be a phase of your elevation. The wilderness can be a phase or a step towards your, your assignment, towards your call, towards your purpose. But if you want to omit the process and not commit to the process, then you're aborting the plan of God. And oftentimes this is where we find ourselves because we don't want to go through the suffering. The wilderness was a suffering time. Jesus was able to feel hunger. Not eating for a long period of time can be suffering, a suffering moment. But instead of looking at everything as suffering, sometimes we have to change suffering to sacrifices. Or times of denial that's, that are necessary for our development and our growth in our process. So your wilderness times are the times where you can be built up and equipped the most. And as Jesus came to a close in his wilderness, in that wilderness moment, that, that time that uh, he was fasting and being tempted, there was encouragement that came immediately at the end of that of that phase of his life. But it, it was part of the preparation. It was part of the process. It was part of everything that he had to do. And when we talk about when Christ talks about denying the flesh, he gives an example on how to deny the flesh. It's one of the things I love about the Bible. The Bible, all every, for everything that it instructs us not to do, it gives us the perfect thing to do. It gives us the way to live. It gives us the solution to things that we may not have had the answer to, but we were engaged in that was not supposed to be, that we were not supposed to be indulged or engaging in. That's what I love about the Bible. So start to embrace wilderness seasons, phases, times in your life. Begin to embrace those moments. Those are some of your. What feels like your weaker moments, but they're some of the most strongest, intense times that you can ever have in your life. Because now you begin to see the goodness of God sustaining you. Through that, remember, I told you we have to always take a moment and reflect on what God is doing in our life right now and where he where we were and where he's brought us. When we can do that, then no matter what the season or the phase looks like, we can always say God brought me out. He is faithful. 
This is what we have to look at. But we see that through the life of Jesus. Jesus did not abort the mission. No matter how hard it got, no matter how much he suffered, he did not abort the mission. He did not abort the call. Right? So make sure that you're not aborting the plan that God has for you because there's a little bit of suffering. And as I talk about the wilderness and I talk about Jesus going through this process, I want to also highlight the, the temptation, right? So Jesus goes through uh, these tempting moments. And these were not the only times Jesus was tempted, y'all. All right. But again, we're we're looking at the life of Jesus and then we're also looking at all life. How Jesus navigated and dealt with certain things. And then how we should handle these same situations. Right. And we have the Holy Spirit to help us with that. Right. So Jesus goes through temptation and we see how he handled and dealt with the temptation. He always dealt with the temptation with the word of God. He all he dealt with it from a standpoint, also knowing who he was and knowing what was already his. So with that, this this temptation, these these moments of temptation shows us how the enemy will come to you um, with things that's that's. Oh, I just bit my tongue. <laughs> the enemy will come to you with things that are already yours, that you already have possession of. But it's our responsibility to know who we are and what's ours. And to know, know, know that we're we're heirs. Right. If we don't know our position then the temptation that we receive in the world today will cause us to make decisions that will haunt us forever. I'm going to say that again. If we do not know who we are and understand our position as kingdom citizens, as believers, then the temptations that come to us in today's time in, and we fall for those temptations because we don't know who we are and what we possess, then those decisions can haunt you forever. So we have to do better with dealing with temptation. So temptation, and it's, it's not a sin, and it's not going to go anywhere. It's what you do with the temptation. Jesus dealt with the temptation knowing who he was, knowing the word of God over his life. So whenever you're going through temptations and you start experiencing things and I'm preaching to myself as well. Um, so when we are going through these moments and times of temptation, it's important for us to know the word of God over our life. The promises that God has already given us, because if we know the promises, then we're not trying to make haste about attaining something that, that I know is already mine in the coming time. I just have to stay through the process. Again, when you make those decisions, then what you're doing is aborting the plan and the process that God has for you. We don't want to abort the mission. Jesus gives us the blueprint. He didn't abort the mission. Because of the temptation, because of the things that were offered to him, he then abort the mission. He then received, he did not receive the offer that the enemy offered him because he knew who he was. He knew his position. He knew what was already his. 
He knew his responsibility was to go through the process that he was supposed to go through so that whatever God had for him, he was going to attain it and be in the in that place in due time. That's us. As we go through this life, we're going to have moments of temptations. We're going to have times where things come up and it sounds really good. And a lot of times, man, I'm going to just be honest with you. When we go, some of the temptations we go through, they, they are perfect moments to fulfill what we may need in the moment right then and there. Some of the temptations that we go through are perfect for the moment and the time that we're in. And this is why our attention always has to be on Jesus. If we put our attention and focus on Jesus, our purpose, our plan, know our position, know who we are, know the place that we're supposed to be in, then it minimizes the opportunity. It minimizes the chances. I put it this way of us falling for those temptations. So as I talked about in another episode, whenever you have empty time, time, time that's not necessarily accounted for where you're not necessarily doing anything, fill it with Jesus. Fill it with worship, fill it with prayer, thanksgiving. Or just music playing in the background that don't take your thoughts and your mind somewhere else that it shouldn't be. Because they can those those empty spaces, those empty moments can lead to little things, little thoughts or ideas that the enemy can plant and give you some something that say, man, I should maybe I should do this or I should engage in this. And then you start going on something that you're not supposed to be on. Now you you don't went to the deep end of things and you're all down a whole rabbit hole where you shouldn't be. Right. So. This is. What we want to do and how we want to deal with temptation. The same way Jesus did. We deal with it with the word of God. We deal with it with understanding our position and knowing exactly who we are. And what's already ours. All right. So the next thing, the next thing that I have here is the connections that Jesus made. And we can look at this with his disciples. We can look at this as his life, as he goes and travels. And, you know, he's all over the place. Right. Jesus meeting so many different people in different places. As we look at the life of Jesus and how he encounters different people, right? So we have the disciples when he is going to them, he's meeting them in their workplace. They're doing things that that they do, right? And he gives as he presents the opportunity to say, "Hey, um follow me." Gives them the option, right? So we have the same option today uh, when God presents himself, when Christ presents himself to us in some shape, form, way or fashion. We have the moment to stop in the middle of what we're doing, whether it's profession or whether it's just sleep, whether no matter what it looks like, we have an opportunity, a moment to say, I'm about to follow the Lord. And a lot of times when you hear these testimonies, People are actually in places or doing something um, 
that they're called to a jobs. Now, outside of their jobs and particular things that they're doing, there may be extra things that they're doing or engaging in that God begins to pull them out of those moments. And I gave you guys my testimony before. I was actually in Chattanooga doing uh, my one weekend in a month or whatever when I was doing reserve time. But in the middle of that, I happened to go to the mall and I go to the mall in that moment. I heard the Lord say, it's time. And when I heard it's time, I knew it was the Lord. My whole life changed at that moment. But Jesus met me where I was, right? So we're going into connections and how God how God meets people where they are. Jesus was meeting people where they were. Did he talk about certain things and, you know, get upset? Yeah, we 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 talk about Jesus flipping the table and all this all this stuff like that. But look at the majority of the people that Jesus met and how he met them and how he com- had a conversation with them. How we got the disciples. Not only did he meet Peter and his brother, but he was also fishing with them. We never talk about that. He was fishing with them. Now, this don't necessarily mean that Jesus was trying to be the fisher, be a fisher or become a fisher as well, because I don't want to get this thing to start this whole conversation where you have to do the things that people are doing in order to give them because you don't. You don't have to do that. Right. Jesus didn't. He didn't do that so that they can become his disciples. He didn't do that because of that. That was a result of them answering the call. Right. So another instance that. Uh, um, moment that Jesus had with we talked about the woman. We, we, we look at the woman in the well in the Bible. We also look at the woman caught up in adultery. That's a, a pretty story, a well-known story that a lot of people hear about and talk about. But even in that moment with the lady who was, you know, caught up in adultery and these dudes was, you know, wanted to stone her and things like that. Look how Jesus handled that situation. He was able to meet her where she was. And at the end of the day, he was able to send her off with encouragement. He said, don't don't do this again. So I want to never I want to I want to dive into how we connect with people in today's time, because there's a lot of people right now who are using phrases, introvert, extrovert, all these different verts um, and stuff like that. Listen. I'm I'm not really into the introvert extrovert stuff uh because you you can't necessarily be and this is what I feel, right? I I don't feel like you can necessarily be a quote-unquote introvert if you're supposed to be evangelizing, meeting people, sharing the gospel, right? Cuz that means that you just want to sit at home all day. And that's just my thoughts, right? But when we're meeting people, uh, wherever we are, the goal is not to look at where they are or look at how they are or what people say about them and then cast our thoughts on them to them. I don't look at 
someone who appears to be a prostitute, who appears to be homeless or who appears to be not right or appears to be uh, not have it all together and instantly start uh, casting what I think about them on them and start saying, nah, you ain't this. One of the best things that we can do is ask questions. Having encounters with people, ask questions. It leads an open open conversation and it and it encourages uh, or enables a place where you're now able to share the gospel, share the truth or just share some life changing things for them in that moment. But we can't enter into conversations and connecting with people instantly trying to nail them on the head with something that they don't even really know about. You, number one, have to be the example of what you're going to talk about. Christ was already the example of what he was going to say, what he was going to do or what he was trying to teach. He was it already. So we, number one, have to become the examples. We have to be the examples. We have to be Christ in the earth. And as we are Christ in the earth, then our light, that light illuminates and it shines amongst people where there's sometimes you don't necessarily have to say as much or do as much for people to know that you are different. There were people who knew when they when they saw certain things that Jesus did, it was like, that's him. He is him. And our lives should reflect the life of Christ. How he connected with people, how he where he met people, how he met people, we should do the same thing. Everybody's not going to receive the gospel or receive Jesus Christ the moment you go and preach pe- preach to him. That's the truth. Jesus himself was walking with people and saying, follow me. And they didn't follow. Or they started to follow and they all left. The goal is to meet people where they are. Learn how to have a conversation with people without condemning. Now, there may be things that you say that convicts. And that's fine. If that conversation is led by the Holy Spirit working through you, the conviction is fine. That's going to happen. But we have to learn how to have the conversations with people wherever they are. When we learn how to communicate and deal with people where they are and how we meet them, then watch how your relationship grows. We talked about this before also in another episode. Listen, there's a lot of stuff we talked about in different episodes. If you haven't caught up, you got to catch up. All right. But there's another thing that we've talked about in another episode about relationships. Where I mentioned that a relationship with God, knowing Jesus Christ, that is your top umbrella relationship. Every other relationship should fall and submit to that structure. Because God will teach you how to communicate with people. He will teach you how to navigate a relationship with someone when things are not right. Everybody loves Peter. Everybody knows Peter was a little, a little aggressive, a little sharp around the edges. But Jesus knew how to handle Peter. He knew how to deal with him. 
He knew how to still minister to him, no matter where he was. Even knowing the state of his mind, he knew how to deal with Peter. Everybody that we encounter is not going to be nice, easygoing people. There are going to be some people who love God, but they may be a little sharp around the edges. And we have to know how to deal with them, how to minister to them, how to communicate with them the same way that Jesus was able to deal and minister to Peter. On who we dearly love. And that's everything about Jesus. Well, it's not everything about Jesus. But for today, I wanted to just talk about Jesus. And I wanted to put our life in perspective for, to help us to see the life of Christ and make a decision today and say, I want to be more like Christ. I want to meet people where they are. I want to have a conversation with people. I want to show them Christ. I want to live this life so that people ultimately can be saved and their life can be transformed. Jesus was changing lives. He wasn't just healing and feeding and doing all of these things just for people to know him as an influencer. He was changing lives. He was impacting people exactly where they are. And that, my friends, is the message that I'm trying to get to you today. Be more like Jesus. Be more like Jesus. And that's a wrap for today's episode. Thank you guys for tuning in. I pray that today has been a blessing to you. I pray, I pray that you guys like the song, the new single that's out. Make sure you go and check that out. Um, it's out right now on all platforms. It's available everywhere. Uh, you guys can share it with a friend, man. If you like it, um, comment on the video, comment on whether you're on Spotify, Apple Music, wherever that you've listened to it, man. Hey, just leave a comment. Let us know how you feel about the song, what you like about it, man, and, and what you're expecting. Now, I also told you guys that we got a lot of things coming. Listen, we have new hats. Go Hard For God Daily hats are in production right now, and they will be available um, soon. So they're being custom made. Um, from the front to the back to the brim, everything is being custom made and we're going to keep you guys updated. Shout out to all of you who voted for which one we were, we released first, which is the all black uh, with the white. Everything's going to be embroidered on the hats. They're high quality hats um, and we look forward to releasing these to you guys. So again, appreciate you guys for uh, following, man, subscribing, liking, sharing, and everything that you have done to support Go Hard for God Daily. We look forward to continue to do the work of the Lord through this part, through this podcast, through this platform, through what God has given us, and just continue to be faithful stewards over everything. So again, we appreciate you guys. Make sure this bless you today. Make sure that you share it with somebody. Tag a friend. Um, tag a clip or whatever it is to get a message to, to people and say, hey, it's time for us to be more like Jesus. Grace and peace, peace and blessings. We'll see you guys in the next one. Peace. For God so loved the world that he gave his only son and whoever believes in him should not perish but have eternal life. For God so loved the world he gave his only son, and whoever believes.